and we are back with a vengeance once more we are detailing true crime podcasts i'm your host Soli, as usual and once again we got veronica vetter on the show here you know her from rambling ronnie podcasts yes it's a jacked up review show with ramble and ronnie <laughs> rambling <laughs> rambling so- yes yes i'm rambling ronnie um my podcast is a lot of true crime, unsolved mysteries, and whatever else I feel like talking about. So you're going to get random things, <laughs> movie reviews, other random stuff. Um, it's definitely uh, um, not like a lot going on right now. I've got a handful of episodes, but hoping to get some more stuff going, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. So we got so much to detail here. <laughs> Yes, I've got a little list of mine going on too. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I usually let the guests go first, but if you want, I can start you off just to get you comfortable. Whatever you want to do. Um, I can start off first. Actually, I'm really excited to talk about Ladies. the things that I love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, whatever I am first. <laughs> True. Whatever I don't binary, know. I, I, you are the guest. I give you permission to. <laughs> I'm a medical mystery. That's what, how I refer to myself. Ooh, as. <laughs> I love it. More like my brain. I'm definitely donating my brain to science because it confuses me a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> I can donate, I guess, my toe clippings to science. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, so for uh, true crime podcasts, like I have a huge amount of podcasts I love to listen to. Um, it's something that I... started like years ago and it's just don't we all? evolved. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like the one of the first ones is just. Uh, serial killers it's just the name says it serial killers you know (laughs) yeah um but then as i've like gone along and found so many others that have come out there's just there's so many great ones that um that are not only interesting um for a variety of reasons but there's a lot that um involve advocacy too so it's a way that you can be involved because you can do things even if it's just sharing the story or clicking on a petition and like sharing that and stuff you know documenting it like yeah so there's a lot of um uh like it's not just that pod like true crime is for some people um it can be just entertainment but there's a lot of like the psychological i think um the way that you feel like you're you're challenging your brain kind of as you're listening and solving like the case in your mind or wondering what's happening. You're, you know, hearing someone talk to you and tell you a story. So that is like a little bit of an entertainment value. But I think also there's this level of compassion and you hear things that make you just help you to learn more about things that are happening in the world. So you're not a little bit more prepared, you know, because you might think things won't happen to you, but they could. So, they so that's kind of like, yeah. So one of my first, like one of the, the first podcast I want to talk about that is one of my favorites that I just learned about earlier this year. I've heard about it from a podcast, another podcast actually called the Prosecutors Podcast, and they mm. had some episodes covering it. Yeah, and so this uh, podcast um, is called The Lady Vanishes, and so it's really an amazing podcast because of the people that are behind it and. Uh, the way the storytelling is, even like the um, the scoring, like the the music for it, basically, you know, it's just like has this. It has like it's very piano melodic and very like um, 
but it, it really evokes, you know, the mystery and also the sorrow kind of of the story. So I'll just kind of read the synopsis uh, that they have um, under their podcast here. So a much loved mother, teacher and friend steps on a plane for an overseas adventure and is never seen again. Marion Barter, the former wife of Australian soccer uh, athlete Johnny Warren, went missing in 1997. The circumstances surrounding her disappearance is bizarre. Her daughter has never given up on finding her. So yeah. her daughter's name is Sally, and she she's been working with um, a team from Seven News in Australia, including um, a lady named Alison Sandy and uh, a, a whole list of other people and people who are also just super sleuths, they call them, that are just from different parts of the world. They're helping them investigate. And so her mom went missing in 1997. And um, it's it, just the way the story has unfolded. It's mind blowing from the start to the to where they uh, kind of so left prosecutors off. Prosecutors presents... Uh, the lady vanishes. Yes. Yeah. So they, uh, they did, they covered it. So if you want just kind of a, a quicker kind of synopsis, almost, it's still like longer. I think they have two parts for it. Um, and they're probably at least I'm going to imagine 45 to an hour long, or maybe more because mm. they do pretty in-depth episodes. Um, but it's, Good. I mean, the, the lady vanishes itself is 20 something episodes of X amount of time. I think almost an hour each episode. And there's so much content. So they do, they present it in a way that's really digestible. But then once you listen to it, you have to listen to the full podcast. Like it's, it's crazy because she, um, so Sally starts off this whole podcast, just trying to like with her basic information that she knows and what really set off her wondering what the hell happened to her mom, because she's had, she went to the police and she was trying to, um, get her mom like, uh, registered as a missing person and that finally happened this year because for all these years 20 something years um the police just didn't really um really look at it as a serious missing persons case like they they really i think they really felt that because uh like what really tipped her off to begin with was she had information for her mom's bank account sally and so she was trying to see if money came out of her account because she wanted to see if her mom was overseas still because no one had heard from her and the lady at the bank she said i'm not supposed to tell you this but there's been money coming because she told her she's overseas and the lady said oh my gosh there's money coming out of her bank account here in australia because that's where she's originally from and so she said there's been five thousand dollars being taken out every single day for <sighs> however many days and all the money you're, you're and yeah you're just like what so many questions right like okay if there's a why limit, you leave behind your daughter why do you- well why why are you taking out all this money and uh, on a, like every day, instead of just going into the bank and saying, this is my bank account, I want to take out all this money. So that's a big question. And, um, and then there's, uh, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's evolved because they have looked at people in Luxembourg and they've looked at people, all these different, uh, different ways they've tried to figure out where she was and who she was with, because it starts to formulate that there's a man who claims who um i'm trying to remember how they tracked him down exactly because the story (laughs) it's it's so convoluted like it got to the point yeah because it started i think in 2019 and just this year 2022 they finally had a um like a a hearing type thing with a judge um to assess all this information 
to see how they can move forward with this missing persons case. And <laughs> when you hear all the testimony and then they bring this man in who is this big con artist who lived in Luxembourg, lived in Australia. He's changed his name like so many times that it's hard to even know if his real name is what he says it is. So he goes <laughs> by, yeah, and he goes by and Rick Blum now. He can and, keep testifying, put it in his hand on the oath book and he, you still might not get the whole story. <laughs> Well, no, and he keeps changing it, and that's what's like, dude, like, he's in his 80s, I think, so it's also like, dementia? you know, yeah, like, well, I think, and he's definitely feigning that he's, he's all ill and stuff, because it's, it's really funny, there was one part where um, Alice and Sandy was interviewing him outside the courtroom in real time, and she was saying to him, like, she's trying to interview him, and she's like, oh hey like he's trying to go up the steps with his walker and she's like um she's like oh you can go around this way you know there's a a, a access around this way for you around trying to and, avoid me <laughs> yeah well and he's just like you know like set in his he's like no i'm already going up the steps and he's going like fighting his way up the steps with his walker and it's like how sick are you if you're doing that you know like he's trying to act like the he's do, pulling the feeble old man thing no like all these other it. like so they're yeah. just threatening jail time and he's having to keep stall <laughs> well, there's there's no jail time because right oh. now it's um, I can't I have to look at what's uh, what it's called. Just one second. Um, I was re-listening today because it's just like, oh, I'm getting sucked right back in the inquest. <laughs> so it's just an inquest of going through the evidence to try to see if they can move forward with or how to move forward, I think, with the case, because um you know, like they're fighting for so many years to just get a register as a missing person. And now it's like, no, we're assessing all this information and looking at this, like, like, is, did something bad happen to her or not? And so in November, the judge is going to um, have her ruling uh, for exactly like how they're going to move forward. Um, <laughs> just look at the last part. It's, it's just crazy. Um, it's hard for me to, to explain all of the nuances of it because it will really blow your mind how this man is and the way he just he's such a scammer and that's all his <laughs> life has been and it's really sad because there's right. multiple, yeah there's other women so what his mo is because they were inter the at this inquest they had a couple women come in who he uh tried to screw over um back in the 90s i think and there are these women who are probably around the same age as marion barter single women these ones were like recently divorced or have been alone for a while or whatever, recently widowed kind of thing. And he would find these women and then he would be like, I, I just like love you and this and that, like just make them feel like the most special person and be like, I want to take you away to Europe. We need to go there and we're going to start a life together. Make sure you bring the deeds for your house. Make sure you bring this and that. Make sure if you have any, like one of the women, he, he was like, I'm going to leave some of my stuff in this like tube thing. And you, can leave some of your jewelry in it and we'll bury it in your yard and what happens every time is they go to europe he ends up saying oh i got something i need to do over somewhere else you spend time with family i'm gonna go do this thing then he ends up phoning the, the woman whichever one it was saying that he was attacked and and like as he's going he's taking all of their stuff with him like to her the deeds to their homes or whatever it is that he's he's asked them to bring usually that's what it is and uh, he ends up going, oh, I was beat up and robbed and blah, blah, blah. And then so he's like, you like, can your family look after you for a while? And I can I can try to get you a plane ticket back to Australia, like, you know, in the future in, the, in this state. Yeah. And then and then with a couple of these women, they had family, thankfully, that were there. They were like, this sounds really fishy. I'm getting you a ticket right now. You need to go home now. And then she, and then these women would go home and right after they get home, guess who's walking up the driveway to their house? 
Bad you guy. know? Yeah. So he is like, and you know, it, it, that's the saddest thing is that he just finds these vulnerable women or would find vulnerable women. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. There's a lot of men out there. There's been a lot of documentaries on Netflix about men like that who, oh, um, yeah. yeah, swindlers, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's very intriguing. Movie. Yeah, totally. But, you know, I think there's so much with this podcast where it's not only intriguing, but looking at the dedication and what they've gone through, like Sally and the team that worked with her, like, because they have had to go through some shit, like, <laughs> like, because um, to ugh. just decide, I will constantly change my identity every day. Well, for him, and then for, like, yeah, the the people involved, like how, um just uh, the inner strength, I think, and uh, building up that tough skin to have to go out every day and knock on doors and try to talk to people and find out information and have mm-hmm. cops that are getting annoyed and stuff. Like, it's it's really good. So I highly recommend that one. It's called The Lady Vanishes. Watch it. Have a listen. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share one of yours? All righty. I got a good one here for you. Um, so... I've been fortunate enough to listen to this guy and even collaborate with him before. Uh, So it is, I don't speak German. Now, Daniel Harper had this idea because it's just all he does all day, literally. It's just look up hate speech, Nazis, and how they think, and just the sociology and psychology even behind it all. And, you know, he was doing it when he wasn't on They Must Be Destroyed on Side Movie Podcast, but he he and uh, Jack Graham... Uh, a film historian decided to just team up and just talk about all just various injustices they've done all kinds of coverages they talked about jimmy Dore, who's basically a liberal fascist he's really just a alt-right you know magnet but claim who claims to be a liberal he's just oh is, like, is he the guy on youtube and he's got yes. like it looks like a tv show thing that he does and mm-hmm. I, that always confused me because i had always seen him take like having some kind of point of view that i'm like oh is he liberal and then he'd start going off and i'm like i'm confused he's not even <laughs> you know? daily show level he's yeah <laughs> he so many people took the bait he got fired by the young turks he's a sexist pig but they've done all other kinds of coverages they did really good what what they do in terms of outlining their stuff is just looking at various videos some that even been deleted and just warning you you know it's like you're about to listen to some fucked up shit and just what got them into this whole thing, you know, and they're going beyond just the obvious, where it's like, of course, uh, they must be loyal to MAGA in order to do this or that and get what they want. But usually their best one, if you can look it up, is about uh, just various shooters and why they go about where they go. Because uh, a lot of it, it was definitely pretty cool when it happened there was a lot more shootings shortly after uh donald trump got elected and these shootings in general were the kind of incels who basically because they felt like oh i was lied to i must go unleash my violence on other people you know and and they, they do a good job also of just you know not just sticking to just you know wikipedia or what have you but also just going into some giant interview dissections and what have you and uh just what are the other just like hidden words that everyone's using that is triggering all these other violent imbeciles on this planet? And sometimes they will kind of humorize it a bit, but they still at the end of the day, just try to just keep this very brief and not more than an hour. 
Wow, that's definitely something I'll I look up and listen to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But did you say loyal to MAGA or MANGA? Ma- MAGA. So like MAGA. They, they would detail some MAGA guys who were not even using MAGA to their full extent. The reason for like some other kind of violent, you know, scam or just like with all the other just, you know, info ward trolls who decide they should get a gun and go on a rampage. And uh, you know, they go into some of the other ones that are various divisions and, you know, independent factions that have sponsored some kind of crazy buffoon. Wow. That's so uh, if you got a strong yeah. stomach that day and want a particular gritty take, but also, you know, they do go the extra mile and get some video clips and play them. So, well, it's interesting to know. Them. Yeah, it's interesting to know all these things because. Not just anyone good. can do this. This is depressing yeah. shit. <laughs> and especially in a factual way, because that's where there's so many issues is people will just latch on to whatever concept that is speaking to them and they don't analyze things from every angle and try and, you know, like it's, uh, yeah. So it's just good to like know what is going on out there because you don't know, you like you to don't. think that, you, you'd like to think that people are, you know, kind of getting past this, or, or at least society, we're going to get past this point of these extremist we're kind of points of views. Know the difference between an actual news report and a Joe Rogan rant, and it just seems like we got too many who are just, well, I agree with it, so therefore it is factual, and it's like that's never been how this is done, and I know you know damn well that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, and and you know, like everything, you have to double check, even if it's someone that you follow strongly mm-hmm. or whatever, because it might be incomplete. I've... It might be too soon. Yeah, exactly. There's a especially with the bots and things that are you know going <sighs> the Russian like bots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, there's a lot that's really um. You know, and it's not just Russian, like I'm I won't get super into it, uh, because there's so many people who have this vitriol about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff. But I'm just gonna yeah. say there's a little bit of manipulation going on there. So I hope people are aware of that before and just they for jump any kind on of the celebrity. bandwagon. And any celebrity, yeah. It's anyone like, who says they don't have some bot, you know, subscribers is lying. That's part of the game too. So it's interesting to see how I mean there was even this other documentary series called i think uh, famous on famous or something like that that dealt with how people can trigger their twitter and instagram into looking like something that it that it actually isn't and uh it, it, i i i probably butchered the name but <laughs> i'm sure if you look up social oh, yeah, media hbo it. max yeah. documentary you'll find it but um i personally have not seen it but i have seen five different podcasts bring it up so only okay this is cool i will i still need to check it out but like you say it goes it means so much just putting extra time and like you say many will not do extra time they will just click on the first thing and say oh just what i thought i'm like well it's catering to people who are already going to believe the most and this is where we become contrarians half the time we will see people instantly go with their gut reaction whatever it is and it's just like whoa 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 read it mm-hmm read it before you share it yeah exactly do maybe a snopes thing too you know like there aren't any there's no baby hippos that are pet house pet hippos out there yeah (laughs) facebook has been really bad at censoring snopes and one of those other fact checker sites to where i'm like okay facebook you're full of shit too (laughs) yeah 
not yeah, surprising. And definitely if there's hippos involved, definitely be courteous. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. So I'm I'm looking forward to checking that out because I, I, I like I, <laughs> yeah, I like uh just something different to think about, you know, like um just to give you a, a different to go, oh, that's something that's happening in the world. Let's look that up and see what else is going on. Then before you know it, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of world do we live in? But it's, right? uh, yeah, it's, I mean, that's looking up true crime cases specifically too. It's just like, um, you know, you look up something and then before you know it, that's why, like for me, I'm so interested in, in true crime. And then the more you listen and hear about um, either domestic violence, type situations or um different missing persons cases and stuff when you start seeing all these patterns you know some people like um like like say coercive control that's something that some people still don't really understand as a form yeah, of abuse course. yeah yeah and like that's something that's finally getting some recognition in parts around the world and being able to be used in court because there are especially for women in places who have been imprisoned for many years for but like murdering or whatever a partner that has been coercively controlling and it's like because he did not beat the shit out of me every day people like I like people don't think I was abused and I deserve to go to prison and it's you cannot really if you haven't experienced it it's really yeah. hard to explain what it's like being in an abusive relationship everyone like does that. the whole oh just leave I'm like that's not you don't know no it it's so it doesn't it's so it's horrible being in a prison in an imaginary prison, like, because of all these different factors that are so difficult to explain. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so it's, uh, so, you know, like, uh, this next case I'm going to talk about, or this next podcast I want to talk about, um, they deal a lot with unsolved true crime cases. And, you know, that's what's really great. And, like, more, more unsolved, uh, or missing persons, I guess. So, um, and, you know, a lot of them, though, like, if they're not missing persons and it's someone that's missing and it's there's clear evidence of some kind of foul play, but it's not being investigated properly. So those are other cases too. That's just uh, really, um, I really like listening to this because uh, this is Voices for Justice that I'm referring to. And it's uh, a true crime podcast that's hosted by Sarah Turney. So every episode ends with a call to action and mm. uh, her tagline is kind of don't just listen to their stories be a voice for them so um she, so justice like, yeah. just justice uh voices for justice voices for justice okay this yeah. sounds vaguely familiar i'm sure you've heard of sarah turney because she got really um got more uh became more involved in the true crime world and became more um I'll just say popular, but I guess more notice kind of thing, more followings and stuff, because she was a voice for her sister, Alyssa Turney. So she, um, there were some other people who had covered the Alyssa Turney story. And then she finally, she did, was like, I'm going to start my own podcast. And hers is kind of, you know, it, it depends. It might not be your cup of tea at first because it's a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So some people just want a story, I guess, told to them, but this is more of, again, another podcast where it's information unfolding, where she's deep dive into her own life her own father her family life and doing interviews with different people that were involved in her life and her sisters and sharing a lot of private information which must have been really difficult um but in order to try to find an answer to what happened to her sister who went missing um oh i'm i want to say 18 or so years ago but it um i don't have the exact i don't have the exact uh 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 
timeline right now. Sorry, but it's it has been quite a few years. Her sister's been missing and she went missing when I believe she was about 17 or 18, yeah. I want to say. And, uh, and this goes back to our old, I mean, I used to have a code growing up in the 2000s. We always said, hey, check back. Don't separate ever. And we, we had walkie-talkies going before we got into this thing known as a cell phone, you know, before yeah. it was the flip phone, before it was the, you know, iPhone. And everyone just seems to forget that. And they just seem to think, oh, just be in and out. And it's like, that's never that easy. You were a kid once. What did you want to do? You wanted to jump on the card and run around. It's just... Yeah. And people do that. And like kids that's where do, kidnappers look for. Yeah. And it's also like, what's really sad with this is that a big component of it, as you listen, is, uh, and how it has resulted so far is her dad, um, who is Sarah's dad, but she's actually Alyssa's stepdad. So they share the same mom, but different dads. um, And then their mom died from cancer. So then they were being raised by their dads slash stepdad, Alyssa's stepdad, Sarah's dad. And there's just a lot of creepy things with um, with him and his behavior towards Alyssa. And then when she went missing, he kept telling different stories. I know. Like, I mean, honestly, the statistics are for children and young people who are missing, murdered. A lot of it, it's the familial thing, like that stranger danger. They run away from the person who's supposed to be protecting them. Well, yeah, and but it's not that though. It's not running oh. away if you can't if you can't explain what happened to her because no one knows what happened. And he's been telling different stories to different people all the time. And so Sarah was deep diving, yeah, and now I think it was last. It's in the past couple of years he has been arrested, and there's going to be a there's going to be a trial investigating into this. So there's not much more information now with what's happening because it is now. Um, in the court system kind of thing but you know that's good but I sure feel for Sarah and she um she ended her first season with you know closing out now that things have been on this like have been rolling with her sister's case but she has a second uh season now that she has done a lot with interviewing families and that's what I really love about her podcast is she like reaches out interviews people she shares um, their voices on her podcast with parts of the interview, but also explains parts herself. And she's sharing information and helping people who really want help with getting these cases solved or having help finding family, whatever it is. So that's why it's called Voices for Justice. And so um, she does such an excellent job. I think she's such a strong person. She's helped me myself to really assess why I listen to true crime and what I can do more than just listen to a podcast. Like if yeah. what I'm going to do, like, can, what, what can I do outside of that? Can I, am I just going to listen or can I at least take a minute to go and can I share this share on a something? group that'll listen? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and you know, that's, it seems like no matter what you do, it's not going to help, but there are things like if you listen to the lady vanishes going back to the first one she connected with people around the world who were what were essential in helping them to find the, this information that has led to finding this man who may potentially be a man who has lied and potentially has something to do with her mom being missing quote unquote all these mm-hmm. years and that's because of other people who have reached out and said I looked at this plane schedule I looked up this hotel I looked up this thing I looked up this, this article up. Yeah. <laughs> like they find they find these pieces of information that you know maybe like Sally or someone wouldn't have thought of yeah, yeah and so 
So like having people out there to help, that's what really, um, it really helps to share, to get other people. Yeah, it helps. It um, rolls out at least five different predicaments. Well, didn't get on a plane, didn't change their identity, didn't go out of country. Okay, well, now you're, now you got to check, you know, nationwide. (laughs) Yeah, and, and then there might be that person that's like, hey, I like was staying in this city that year and I totally met this person. And even if it seems like nothing, that's still something. It could be something. So that's why it's always really great to share these things too. License plate, something. Yeah. And just to, to pinpoint, it's like, if this is the real person and we follow up and yeah, that definitely sounds like that person. We at least have something to add to a timeline. So, so yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Where the dominoes fall is definitely where it matters yeah now do you have another one you know it okay so <laughs> a few bad apples totally recommend this gal oh yeah a few bad apples you, you have heard it okay yeah i i don't know where it started getting some exposure but just very heavily promoted on twitter i kept getting recommended and i was eventually followed her and i i haven't listened to it lately it's just so much it was even freaking me out just based on the music she was using in her thing uh the creepiest ones were probably just all kinds of things just various incidences of chicago injustices by the police as well as a serial killer who happened to be a san antonio policeman who was going after streetwalkers and yeah just everyday kind of gals and uh yeah i i literally was almost speeding in my company car while at work i was like i can't i, I can't be listening to this while oh. at work i gotta be doing this while i'm static not doing anything just so i don't get all these chills <laughs> <laughs> the music she uses perfectly echoes the terror you can feel that someone would have faced and i like how she'll even end it with and now here's a good apple yeah here's someone <laughs> who didn't abuse their privilege as a cop or a district attorney or what other fbi type protocol and this guy went the extra mile heard something busted in a window and got someone out of a you know burning building or something you know and killed a pyromaniac who had long you know been escaping something you know and uh, this uh, as opposed to just so many other kinds of things which you'll read about and you'll be like man this guy, you know, these guys had all the time in the world and literally tortured someone to death, you know? Yes. No, I, I haven't listened to a ton of her episodes. I've been meaning to. and Some of it predates yeah. George Floyd and uh, Trayvon Martin, all the other kinds of just injustices that no one yeah. wants to talk about. Because she, it says here how she spotlights a lot of police crimes kind of things. So yeah, stuff yeah. that not anyone wants to do. Usually they'll just do injustice and you'll see at least one or two crooked cop deals. And this was just intriguing because aside from the atypical slant, you know, it was just all, I don't want to say slant, uh, style. It, it was good at just also just kind of layering into why they went that far. Uh, and you were talking about battered women. There was a really good one on uh, a battered cop. Uh, uh, or no, a wife of a police officer who had to fight back. He was coming home and abusing her. Oh, those are really tough. I've heard of so many cases like that. There was Generation Y. because he's... Yeah, everyone at his station is on his side. They don't believe her story. 
Yeah. They just say, oh, spoiled housewife who wants to make a buck off you. And he's like, no, he put his hands on me. And I think one of them, I think, did end up in a tragedy where she had like to kill one of her partners or something. It's just like, he's going to kill me and he's yeah. going to cover it up being a policeman and all. And it's just annoying because you just like to think that kind of like with military veterans coming back in that people are becoming more aware of this. But I think much like the latest internet trolls and lack of empathy towards various heated subjects, I think we're just we're just barely just getting across any of the inkwell here. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I feel like I've learned so much over the years and I'm like, has no one else learned what I've been learning? It's not Are you in kidding schools. Me? No. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's just, but there's so much, I guess, like, I really listen to so much, so many podcasts that talk about different things. So I guess that's why it's mm -hmm. like, and I have my own personal experiences that it's like, how do other people sit there and not think about, like, at least try to, add context and put themselves into someone's shoes but some it's just so black and white to people i guess but it's exactly. like yeah and just sticking their heads in the sand too some some people it's just like i can't be bothered okay, to have I a thought or opinion like i've got my own life going I'll on wait for the Why, judge is standing even though he's probably bad or yeah it's just like yeah. no it, yeah i'll it's, just buy a gun no 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 that's not what we're talking about we're talking about everyday instances which no one is ready for yeah and a lot of people just look at band-aid solutions not not yeah. caring about no this is something that You'll get has to be no, yeah you won't get better no it's like education healthcare, giving people the tools to be their own person and be an individual helping people to have food helping people to not be scared to be alive every day all these things mm -hmm. that people don't realize people are experiencing and for someone who doesn't have that, or if you're someone experiencing that, but you don't, for some reason, have the capacity to have empathy, you know, yeah. like, you're just like, it's like, if you're experiencing empathy something, you should, yeah, you should be the most, uh, most biggest voice advocating for people. Um, and then if people haven't experienced it, then it's understandable that they don't have the ability to completely understand what someone's going through, you know, but it's not that hard to have sympathy like you know to try to... yes it is no i'm just kidding <laughs> no it is it it seriously is when you look at the world now apparently it's impossible for someone to try to to do anything good for someone else <laughs> it's like they disguised it for a while as like tough love and then they just uh, yeah had an about face as well i mean <laughs> i believe him i don't believe her and then you get into the gender or, politics. Look at there's like, one uh, woman over there that I think is lying. That means all women are lying about being raped yes, and being abused. You will That's see a lot is. of that. I will yeah. see genders oh, who will only defend people if they're the same gender. I will see ones who uh will ask, Well, was it their first relationship? They're probably a slut. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's you know and we i don't want to get super was he a hero oh well it's okay if he abused someone or beat someone up he was doing his job I'm like you're missing the point here it doesn't matter what they've done it's yeah and it's hard and then, to also differentiate who just views everyone as flawed or wants to give them a get out of jail free card and it's like well listen to the actual offense you know before you make your so-called final ruling Yes, um, you know, and it's also the the false equivalency that people are doing. Like false, I'm gonna reasonable doubt. Yeah. yeah, straw man, all those fallacies. It's like no, um, 
the vaccine is not the same ca category argument as like the vaccine versus abortion, not the same yeah. bodily autonomy, not thing. the same as that or gun control at all. And yeah, no, these and people you're want politically to correct. No, I'm not being politically correct. I'm trying to save you. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like there's so much intersectionality with everything, but not yeah. in the way where it's like my body, my choice of the vaccine, but women yeah. don't get to have the choice. It's like, no, those are not <sighs> the same things. I don't yeah. want to have to explain this to you. Like, and if you can't be bothered to try to to you know they go get, for like, like the oh. first heated thing they can say just so you will fuck off and it's just like well good job at getting me to not bother with you but you still don't understand it i don't know if it's that you're just putting up every barrier you can just like say maybe a determined father knows his son committed a crime will do anything use any amount of money to maybe just cover up his crime you know it's just that's what it comes off to me is just someone who's just like, well, I have double standards, but just this once I'm going to just go against everything, every principle, I'm going to betray it all. And, but there are others who are just that dumb. There are so many who just get involved with the whole freedom versus, you know, fascism. And I'm like, this is a matter of public security. If this was go undercover because a nuke just hit, we would not be having this conversation, you know? Yeah. This is and delay the inevitable before the new, you know, radiation inevitably gets us sick or kills us or we evolve, but we have a bunch of catastrophes. It's just like when it involves germs and viruses, it's just like clearly everyone was asleep in science class. Oh, I, exactly. I, I have a progressive aunt who still thinks that I don't know why people are still getting it. I'm like, well, you clearly have not been listening to the news and everyone else mentioned it. You can still get it. The whole point of the vaccine so there's clearly been a miscommunication on oh totally yeah totally it's and it's the all or nothing it's like oh you want me to take this vaccine that won't do anything but also you want me to put this shit in my body that's whatever and this mm -hmm. it's like all the arguments i still have to is, wear a mask no yeah i'm good vaccinated oh. but i won't wear a mask i want to be a karen who or kyle who you know or stan who yells at you and tells you what to do <laughs> yeah do as i, I mean, say not as i do yeah. Yeah, and meanwhile, across the world right now in Iran, we're having a lot of women trying to fight for their rights. There's mm -hmm. a woman who was just beaten to death for having some hair showing, and there's a huge uprising now. There's some good like, NPR podcasts that have talked about that that have been just devastating because I'm even seeing Indian trolls who don't believe in any women's rights uh, get into various co online conversations. It's like, yeah, yeah you know what? Buzz off. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't know what it's like to be you know, this isn't even sexism anymore. This is flat out. I deny you. I negate your rights. I don't consider you a person. I use my rule of thumb and religion to basically give the right to stone you to death just for the exactly. fact that you don't agree with me. And for, yeah, and for being, you know, homosexual, for showing being a piece of your hair, for for being raped by someone, anything, you know? I believe the Quran does not specify believing in God versus uh, Mecca, you know. <laughs> yeah, there. It's uh, religion is such a. Uh, so come on, abuses. people, get over it. <laughs> get over like the fact that you're using this as a as a complete way of living your life. Mm -hmm. um, QAnon Anonymous does a good job of this. Oh, that sounds I, I, they they were so. I don't always get through every episode because it is lengthy, but 
that like they were so spot on like going the extra mile looking at social media accounts documenting their shit that they even started getting cited by all the big news sources oh wow and, Good job. uh yeah and one of their biggest ones was revealing what a piece of shit uh actor jim caviezel was like i knew he was a closeted like christian not closet just secretive christian uh republican but man he was like at a QAnon conference and uh quoted mel his pal mel gibson's speech i was Braver. just gonna say are yeah. they were they it, there together <laughs> right Jesus and he Christ. yeah passion of the christ but uh <laughs> yeah what's funny is uh they they revealed how 40 different crew members had a big issue with him on his hit show person of interest which is a great show but he was apparently a nutcase behind the scenes muttering nazi verses and other shit we're like whoa whoa dude the fuck <laughs> you know and that's again this is where it goes back to the bottom line and um a little bit not to sound completely sexist but a little bit of men controlling things and not getting punished or having the same standards like yeah like this like well, so you just talking about dead so that's that works that's good you know but i mean he still had some opportunity and he's correct what, whatever still but like, someone like indy wire one of those other uh ben shapiro idiots probably gonna yeah. give him an online movie <laughs> well there'll always be the, a platform for people because of freedom of speech and all that right but um correct. there's also like but then you look at what's this um who's the flash guy again ezra miller is there ezra miller is that his name the young guy who's yeah the flash guy continuous yeah who's con and yet continuously Batgirl losing his mind and yet warner brothers still wants to salvage this piece of shit it's just like well he, yeah why does he get privileged why does that movie that test yes and this movie that isn't even finished keep going on and it's just well, kind of the morbius effect is like why does jared leto get a free pass and doesn't get canceled like all the james franco and kevin spacey's of the world you know yeah yeah oh my gosh and people just it's... don't keep attention I... we'll return after these messages do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between goku and superman hi i'm james gavsey and on the who would win show me and my co-host ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics movies and video games we got a new show every week and almost always am i the winner yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR, we add them to our queues, we wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Cool thing about Blind Knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S., we are in the U.K., we are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan, we're in Australia, y'all. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation.
Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. I have a VPN, so this is just a theory. I have no proof for this other than just seeing random trends and noticing differences with a VPN. I do think v- uh, internet searches are getting more and more censored by people who want to cover up shit, because... It took mm-hmm. me actually a little while longer to actually dig for, you know, Jared Leto Island with underage girls, you know, versus other yeah. stuff that comes up instantly. <laughs> That's got to be a part of, um, yeah, like, I, I mean, I still, I don't know any of the ins and outs of that stuff. And obviously they VPNs can like, are pay. good in that they don't, yeah. they prevent well, your data from being stolen. Well, so you see, because you see it every time you'll be on a site and you'll see ads that are clearly showing everything in your Amazon cart you know yeah they've sold your data. yeah it's legal they just say it a different way so they don't get prosecuted as oh you're making business and profiting off of us oh. <laughs> yeah well i'm definitely like um i get the vpn thing but just it's like with celebrities and people with having to being able to suppress stuff because there's there's ways with uh websites you it know, comes they, out eventually uh, but there's many yeah. crew members who since even the 50s have been nervous to share anything for fear of being unemployed or well, like you said, there's got to be a way that they can get programmers and stuff. I don't know the ins and outs of this, so it'd be great if someone who is like an expert at computer stuff, or are you an expert at computer stuff and internet and data? Because there's got to be a oh, way that they can definitely got they can something. build the they can change tweak things in the website so that yeah, it's like um, it won't get directed to certain locations and stuff because they know that's where people will look them up or something. Like maybe mm-hmm. they can't like stop an article from being out there. Or I'm sure there's ways they can, but like, you know, there's just all this manipulation that can happen. And, and you know, it works the other way, too, when you see all the things that are being presented to you and you're, like, trying to find information about stuff happening in other parts of the world. But, you know, you just keep seeing all these specific articles of things <laughs> that's, like, exact, yeah. you know, and I'm sure there's that level of, like, well, one one news story breaks with this thing or this big thing happens. And so they everyone latches onto it because there's a lot of information that's come out of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it it does get, you know, it's going to be on each platform because it's a big thing or whatever. And it's something that has more information. So Especially if it's past the 10-year deal, so they can't prosecute or what have you. But then you even want to know the details. You don't know how much of it is just, hey, you know, someone had a illicit affair, you know, they were already cheating or what have you, or, and someone just thought after the fact, you know, I felt taken advantage of, I'm going to call rape. And then there's other ones where it's like, no, it's very clear. This guy, even if he didn't lay a hand, like you say, uh, much like with the battered syndrome and uh, uh, just coercing, it was like, no, there's still, you got taken advantage of. There's, there's power imbalance, right? There's always... There's power imbalances. And I I know for me, even I've had experiences where it's like, oh, am I, how am I supposed to react right now? Because I don't know if I'm comfortable, but I also don't, yeah, or I, I don't think I'm in a position where I can say anything. And, you know, like, that's what really i i hope mm-hmm. in the future more girls and women are raised or Both are able to experiences be experiences at different jobs and was inevitable yeah. you know yeah it sucks because nothing in the world can prepare you for that we like to think it can but 
this is like you pretty much have to see the ugly side of society before you can just react you know yeah and like those who don't then well you don't (laughs) and it's like having your own sense of individuality and security and how do you get that well you have to have that positive reinforcement i would think you'd have the fun the fundamental base of your life like you know if it sucks if you don't have a family that can really and like raise you with all the things to enrich you and give you an amazing life you know that can't happen but makes sense no it doesn't (laughs) no yeah you need kind of need that guidance for one you know that's really helpful when you're a parent if you can help guide your child that really helps them out in life i'm just going to say that (laughs) so Mm -hmm. you give them that positive encouragement help them to understand things in the world make sure you explain things to them so they know that like just things to look out for and it makes you have an open honest conversation so they can talk to you if they're being if they're uncomfortable if someone's making them uncomfortable and you can you have a good relationship with them so that they can talk to you or approach you if if they're whatever age if they're young if they're older if they're experiencing something you know you want to you know it's good to be there for your kids (laughs) so you know and that's what's hard though because you have people who are fucked up for whatever reasons and that's when you get these cycles of poverty and stuff like that and it's hard for people to break out of that right Mm -hmm. like there's some that's it goes again to people who are born with a silver spoon who haven't had to live like yeah who haven't had to live and that doesn't mean they haven't had bad experiences or don't suffer abuse either but they do have a different life experience and different resources than some people no one should not report these because it is easy to just lose any sense in just or faith in this if you just feel like nothing will be done about it but that's where we just have to tell others is like hey you know you you gotta report things like report it you might as well be complicit you know even at workplaces like i with my mom i told her that with like someone who's being really crazy to her a coworker kind of thing and i was like mom <sighs> you should be reporting this because how do you know it's she just like it's better yeah and she's just like no i deal with stuff my way and i'm like oh mom like she's just <sighs> whatever another story but like it's it's i said i don't want to uh I, I'm going to say it like this. It's not quite, it's not the same thing, but it's like, if you were a rape victim and you didn't report it, like that person's going to go out and do more harm. And so it's really hard to put the onus on the rape victim. I, I hate that it has to be that way, that it's always uh, people who are the victim everyone, who have to take the steps to change their life or whatever. Even if you don't mean anything by it, you still slut shamed. You still told that person, hey man, you're full of it. And it's like, they're not full of it. They just decided not worth it, not worth the trouble. Not, I don't have a good defense. Uh, I mean, you could argue that with, again, like we talked about the Depp and Amber Heard cases, like she was picking very unreliable witnesses like Elon Musk and James Franco is like, and then, <sighs> and then Depp just pretty much kept smiling throughout the whole trial. So you're like, is he just enjoying himself or what, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> Oh, it was awful. I hated watching it because people really were like, he's so charming and great. And it's like, and she's just acting and being like this. And I'm like, they're both acting. <laughs> they're both they actors. actors after a while. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Like, it, like, that's not what the case is about. You have to look at the freaking facts. Not, you can't like, you know, it's, uh, it's tough. That one's a tough one to me because so many people have quite a lot of vitriol. And you, and if you are, a, if you're not, supporting johnny that means you're an amber heard stan and you 
are oh, yeah, you believe I get sick of that fake? too. It's yeah. like we're looking at this from a third party perspective, a third person perspective. We are trying to figure Which is out. what the jury should have been doing, but no, they weren't sequestered or anything. They got to see everything we were seeing. I online, saw a good one saying to- that by the fact that he was better known and he went first, he already had the upper hand. But people yeah. don't like to think of that. They don't like to think of strategy. They don't like to think about, oh, you know, I, I, I just trust the judge. I'm like, and what if you can't trust them? Oh, you trust that? Like, you know, you trust the, the jury and the, the judicial, judicial system, but you don't trust it in England where the judge-only trial that yeah. didn't have the same amount of media attention. I'll take an exception to I that, mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he found 12 out of 14 of the accusations were found, he found to be true to him as abuse and stuff. And uh, I don't know. And then it d- just didn't uh, translate the same way over in America. And people try to say it's all different, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what's, okay, whatever. Apparently you guys are the experts, but I just see things in her behavior, which is me projecting and being biased, but I see things that make me think of things I've experienced in like really bad relationships and stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. like, especially they, again, the power imbalance with people, when someone's an older person with a younger person, there is a power imbalance, whatever gender, whatever thing, like, you know, and like, so it's just, I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why can't everything just be awesome and perfect and people be nice to each other? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I'm being nice. I've been set up. It's, yeah, it's like, uh, there's another one that I definitely recommend that is actually totally on the perfect subject. And yes, by the end of this, you're totally going to believe the findings of this. This is by screenwriter John Ronson. And he has all the audio emails and everything to back it up. He investigated, he decided to investigate at that time. I think it was like 2018, this came out. And I knew about it. I, I'm a guy, I do watch all kinds of movies. And I heard, it was like, oh, wow, there was that young adult film star, August Ng, it's very beautiful. And then next thing you know, suicide. Then a case of, oh, she was bipolar. And then everyone always asked, why didn't she get the help she needed? And you just go through this and you're like, because her producer husband, who was way older than her, he's like 32 and she was like 22 or some shit. Yeah, it was a big ass difference. And it was literally negating her. He was going home, playing video games and you're just like, wow, what a douchebag. What's the and, podcast or documentary called? Is uh, it a podcast or? Yeah, the the last days of August. The last days of August. I this sounds familiar. I Everyone. think that's were you telling me about that last mm-hmm. week? I think yeah. Yep. Last day. Yeah. Pretty good one. Oh, that sounds really good. I love those kind where oh, just just that little bit you said. I'm like, I can imagine what else is in that podcast about you know just... the, their life, what her life was like. I cannot like I because she I can't, can't defend herself. Do. All they were able to do was finally dig up video footage and you know they play clips and there were other people who knew about all these other stuff, but they hid it. They had it cryptically, like, don't look into this, and then would give a name. And this is like, man. And unfortunately, with this part of the industry, so to speak, there's just so many people who just take it with a grain of salt. And they even try and bust into other theories of where producers will come up and say, did you enjoy it? Okay, you're getting paid. If you don't enjoy it, I'll see you in court. And so there's all other kinds of shadiness that they Ugh. bust in this. And 
you know, this isn't just for people who follow it, who are into that perverted stuff. It's also in just how entertainment happens, how this person was really cool. And then once her meds started being declined, it then made you wonder, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And her husband's alibi does not check out at all. And, but getting there is very interesting, just hearing all these other people who are professional and some of whom aren't even related in the adult film industry. So it's very, it very, does a very oh, good job. That and sounds so good. Like really sad. It just breaks my heart hearing it that. It is, like, but I, yeah. my mind was blown and I did kind of get a little freaked out at this one. And it just shows you the power of words, but I was just like, whoa. So who covered this up, you know? And was it even a cover-up? Was it just neglect? And he had just enough deletion of everything, you know, that would incriminate him. And you're left with so many possibilities. And at the end, I, I just even realized that, wow, this fucker's on Facebook. And I went ahead and blocked him. I was just like, fuck this guy. <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy. Victim I... my ass, you know, widow my ass. This dude set everyone up for failure. I'm totally checking that out like right after this that sounds like a good deep dive that like especially oh that just is so sad like so mm-hmm. she was she was technically diagnosed but wasn't maintaining medication basically is what it is or yeah and then people even tried to act like she was a racist I don't do scenes with black guys I'm like well you're dealing with the utter persona <laughs> oh my gosh no that makes me sad to hear that and then she Duh, who knows what was going on in her mind throughout this whole th- and she's so young 22 mm-hmm. i used to think 22 is like you know when you're younger and you are like 22 that's you when you're an adult <laughs> yeah. yeah then then like you're 32 and you're like i was a baby still <laughs> i like hey that's just me i have a bit of arrested development so oh <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, that's crazy um that's a good one though like a good recommendation i can't wait to listen um the next one I'm going to talk about is uh, I'm curious if you've heard a lot about this because of where you live. Um, <clears throat> Lori, Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell. You heard about them? Uh, Lori Vallow. No, that's not, not ringing no. a bell. Is, are they news reporters? Um, are they talk shows? No, no, no. It's, no. So it's a, uh, so it's a subject of this true crime podcast I'm going to talk about. So this is a, a um, this podcast is called Mommy Doomsday and it's hosted. Um, it's an NBC uh, production that's hosted by Keith Morrison, the amazing Keith Morrison, just wow. the, the father yeah, of yeah, true there. crime voices. <laughs> Have you ever seen Bill Hader and his obsession mm-hmm. with and his impression and obsession <laughs> with Keith Morrison? <laughs> I forgot about the Keith Morrison impression, but yeah, he he's, he's like, oh, how did he kill her? And then he's like eating popcorn. He's like, oh, uh, keep going. <laughs> oh yeah he's like all into it and doing the voice like because Keith Morrison oh he's just such a treasure I I won't try to imitate him right now but I definitely (laughs) I I love to like just walk around and try to do my best Keith Morrison impression (laughs) um but I will just read this synopsis quickly um because this one is kind of tough for me to figure out where to start talking about it just like the lady vanishes lady vanishes it has more like so much information it's difficult for me to to explain it somehow and mommy doomsday with Lori vallow it's got a crazy timeline that is also very difficult to explain um but i will just do this synopsis quick um and then try to get into it so 
the disappearance of two of Lori Vallow's children in Rexburg, Idaho in September of 2019 would expose a bizarre trail of death, devastation, and doomsday beliefs that captivate the nation. Um, Damn. So Lori Vallow had, I think, four or five husbands, and she had three children, and um kind of going through her life so she grew up she's mormon kind of thing and she ended up getting married then it didn't last very long got married again that's when she had her first son got married again and um that's who she had her daughter tylee with so her oldest Mm. son is um kobe and then tylee and then that husband um you know this is uh there's there's some stuff behind this but he ended up being accused of abusing the children and that was investigated for nine months but he was cleared yeah um and uh later on her brother alex who is this other key character in this whole story her brother alex who she's weirdly close with who follows her around everywhere she moves and goes um he attempted to murder um this third husband and uh but i don't think he succeeded in that one though i think he ended up dying later from i think natural causes or something if i'm correct again it's a lot of information a lot of people it's hard for me to remember who goes with what information so then down the road she marries um uh charles vallow so charles vallow she was with for about 13 years and they that was when she actually kind of had a good life you know because she was always moving around she was always whatever but she's like so that's kobe how he remembers it um he said Mm -hmm. charles was good to him entirely and then charles um his sister her son so his nephew had a child with someone but they were involved in drugs and stuff and so their child um is jj and he ended up being like premature very small he's autistic (laughs) and stuff so um charles ended up adopting him so him and laurie adopted him so um so they're like kind of the parents, but he's technically JJ's uncle kind of thing. But um, they raised him. And then um, eventually they separated because Lori started kind of going crazy. And she was uh, getting into religion a lot more. She met Chad Daybell and he started talking to her about his extreme Mormon views and stuff. And she started saying that Charles is a man and his name who's named Nick and he's this different spirit and blah 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 and a different so, spirit yeah and that he's like I don't know she just was going crazy and he and wanted to be away like separate and stuff and so he went to the cops at one point there's um recordings of it with him talking to the cops saying my wife is like she's saying I'm this other spirit and this soul and she's saying all these things and I'm really I'm kind of scared for my life and stuff almost um and and then eventually uh alex ends up shooting charles at laurie's new home because supposedly he came in and was being threatening and um uh, tylee the daughter she was at the house and she came out with a bat and supposedly uh he took it and hit alex on the head so then alex shot him a couple times and killed him if you listen to the aftermath of it laurie and tylee are with the cops um to go to the police station and report it i guess and she's just like oh my god like 
I can't believe we just moved into this house. Like, that's why we don't have much furniture. We just like moved in. And oh my God, I'm just like, sorry, neighbors. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and, and she's like, yeah, uh, Tylee's like going to school now. She's, she's going to go to college. She just skipped ahead a year. She's starting next year. Uh, yeah. And the cops <laughs> like, and the cops like, oh, wow, that's great. Blah, blah, blah. Cause she's like a, a considered a beautiful woman by some, I guess. Um, but she, and how and dare so, you can't be bold. You can't be intelligent and beautiful. You know, it's, well, no, it's, it, I, I mean, Lori's more like that. So then the cops are, uh, are just like talking to her like this. Meanwhile, there's this dead man who's her ex-husband at her house. And they're, and Alex is saying they're, they're saying it was, it was a uh, uh, self-defense. And yet Alex doesn't even have a goosebump on his head. He's just like chilling out, whatever. And like, and they just don't investigate it. They're just like, oh, okay. Mean, and then right after that, Lori throws a big, you know, pool party and stuff. <laughs> and then she eventually moves to Idaho. And uh, she, uh, how does this go now? First, she, it's like around September, I think, <laughs> when Ty, Ty Lee's last scene Multiple. in 2019. It's a long thing. Okay. So this is like me really actually shortening it up because there's so much information it's crazy but she ended up uh she moved and then she was with tylee and jj and then uh eventually tylee was just again? gone it's... Uh, it's it's called mommy doomsday mommy and now doomsday. i there i have to look because i guess on netflix i i need to resubscribe to netflix because i unsubscribe say you know you know you, you jump around to the things that we'll you actually watch more once they insert ads <laughs> Or just you're like I've watched the shit out of this uh, of, of this this platform. I don't need it for a few months. <laughs> Everyone's using third party links anyway, so it's all good. Ugh, I know. Uh, I mean, no one is. Everyone does everything perfectly and by the book. <laughs> um, it's kind you of know, back the to real software. Tru- they want you to re- steal it, but yet at the same time they don't. <laughs> I was just gonna say the real true crime is the amount of platforms coming out now and how much they expect you to pay and they were going back to where cable would be easier anyways <laughs> so uh my main point was that on netflix if you need something more watchable instead of something to listen to apparently there's a series i don't know how many episodes or anything but there's a series about this so it's about Lori ballow chad daybell um mm-hmm. and the podcast is mommy doomsday i don't know what the documentary is called on netflix but I will be watching it pretty soon. And I totally encourage everyone to, because uh, pretty soon there's going to be a case in 2023 or they're going to finally go to trial with this. So uh, mm-hmm. I got to wrap up what happened though. Um, so <laughs> Tylee, Tylee goes missing. JJ goes missing. Uh, JJ's uh, grandma and grandpa, who are Charles' brother and sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, yeah, so I guess he's like the, oh, you know what? I'm I'm not going to get into it. My brain's hurting trying to remember all this stuff. <laughs> but um they are the ones who are like we are wanting to reach out and see jj and she is not communicating with us and we're concerned we haven't heard from him or seen him in months and um eventually like Lori marries chad daybell they go to hawaii <laughs> and um then the the cops start investigating but it takes them a bit it takes them a bit before they actually start investigating and before you know it they start investigating and eventually, it was, I think, earlier this year, they finally were digging around Chad Daybell's, uh, his yard, um, and because he also had a wife. This is another component. He had a wife who suddenly died, too, who also, Jesus. 
so there's a lot with that. This this case, it, there's even more. There's so much more. This okay, is barely well, this scratching is soap the opera territory now. It's crazy. And <laughs> they car found, previously thought destroyed at all. I mean, when I first heard it too in 2019, I first heard about these kids missing. I was like, I can't wrap my head around this case, but I, I kept listening to different things and, and learning. <laughs> and so I was at that time, I was like, what the fuck happened to these kids? Because she was saying that, no, they're safe somewhere. I just don't want anyone to know where they are. Well, they find their dead bodies in Chad Daybell's pet cemetery in a clandestine grave. And it's just, it was, you're like, everyone fucking knew it. Right? It It was inevitable, but yet. so tragic. Well, and if anything, all these podcasts have in common is that anyone who pretty much was destined for failure you know they didn't get there overnight it built up over time and got taken advantage of hence the true crime murder investigation but yeah some of these other ones is like man these people are not people to just be this diabolical and figure out this scheme that caused so much damage so many lives lost you know yes yes you know and, and in the end they if you were to be a cold stone cold killer you definitely didn't even make any money and get away with it yeah, and definitely money's a big component. Um, it's an oh, encouragement, there's... but it's just ironic that, uh, you know, if you want to talk karma, is like <laughs> uh, some of these people do just the most pettiest of the pettiest material. And it's like, you went to all that trouble. You know, it's just as lame as shooting someone over a burger. You know, it's just to see all this pettiness and then see how they got this way, how the world was that shallow through their eyes how yes yes totally that's the world being so shallow through their eyes totally like they they don't that's the big thing with people is not digging deep and actually recognizing things within yourself too and and they thought they were the victim in the end you know yes yeah wrongfully accused even though they know what they did was psychotic and wrong and yeah she didn't have to kill those kids but it's, uh, again, and that's why it's Mommy Doomsday is because they are perpetuating this belief that those kids had dark souls, that they're supposed to ha- have 144,000 people that they have to get together for the end of days, which was end July 22nd or something, you know, type stuff. Yeah. that total shit. And it's just like, oh, my God, you guys are idiots. And and yet, did they really believe that? Like the oh, fact that I'll they... do time, but I won't do a lifetime. Like, well, you're either doing lifetime or you're getting off until the next homicide that we get you on. You know, it's just yeah. it's like, yeah. And and the fact that they did so much and it's like maybe there's a component that they actually had this religious belief thing and it became mm-hmm. like a oh, there's a French term I can't think of, but it's a thing where you just both you would you like inherit each other's craziness, you know? Oh, um uh... Not double I can't think of it. It's uh, <sighs> I know I'm not going to remember it, but it's a French, it's a French it's thing. French term for double persona. Double persona. Okay. Split personality. There is. What is the French strange thing? Debomint. Oh, that sounds right. Um, d- wow. hang on. They, we call it schizophrenia, but I mean. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of like um when is there a famous movie character that uses a term? <laughs> uh I, I'm looking it up. I have to look it up. Hang on. <laughs> it's all good. So, but I think what we're all gaining from all of these podcasts is 
friends close enemies closer in some cases we're also getting a huge dose of you know we we admire all these podcasters who do this because and you're you're to be commended as well but it's cool to know that you know you can actually you know everyone says oh i don't have the brain for it it's like well it depends on how you want to apply yourself this goes back to even doing a research paper for college when I was doing a research paper on college, we, we, were, we had to do one on religions of the world. I wanted to do one on Scientology. But back in that day, we're talking circa 09, a lot of those sources were sketchy or censored, you know? Yeah. And so no, exactly. I had to go with Buddha because at least I could say, here's why this has been glamorized in pop culture. Here's why here are the biggest uh, places in the world. I got a book from a library I can use, you know, not just the internet. Yes. No, it's so the accessibility now definitely is a huge thing. And, you know, it's something that I need to look. I'm, it's a, a component I, I have been meaning to Google the past couple of days because I'm looking up a case with someone mm-hmm. who in Oklahoma, she is, she was imprisoned and she even going needed, on Google Books, you can find those keywords right then and there. And that might lead you to a whole. Yeah. Well, and what my thing is, is, is it different from state to state with people having accessibility to their own court transcripts? Because Mm. I thought it was something that could be, depending on the state, might be easy to find, or maybe you pay a little fee. It from one thing I read on the deal you made, I think. Well, because she has to apparently pay over a hundred thousand dollars to get access to her court records, and I'm like, that seems (laughs) crazy. So that's something I need to research. And again, we have the internet, so I got to just Google it, but I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> but it's, it, I was like, oh, so I think there are some ways that, you know, it's it's tough because I don't have a ton of money to pay for news archives no, and does. stuff like that. And yeah, some people like invest in all that if they get some money going to help them with like researching stuff. And because it's always the best to to look at everything that you can and try to look at different angles of things because there's lots of information out there so you don't want to skimp out or give the wrong information but sometimes it's hard to get a lot of information but you want to get a story out because as long as you don't say you know this has the full approval you know then the other trick is you don't want to accidentally get sued you know yes yeah for defamation character and contributing to the misinformation and that's where you say this is supported by this service which is not a new service but which collects hard to you know collect data (laughs) yeah or if you try to reach out to family or people that might be involved and if they don't get back to you but you really want to share what i think maybe if you just say these are my thoughts and opinions um sometimes you gotta do a kind of a reasonable doubt in a way where you're just like uh well i mean this relative said they you know got home at 9 a.m their wife said they were here all weekend well there's a lot of people that just allegedly 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 i'm not Uh, saying anything just allegedly (laughs) quoting ledger kidding there i say allegedly all the time everyone thinks i'm quoting your country's (laughs) comedy show because it's a line in that i'm like nope (laughs) yeah (laughs) no definitely allegedly reasonable doubt Ugh, reasonable doubt. You it's know, a woman, it has to be fake. He's a guy. I think he's an asshole, but I don't think he did it. Oh, oh, oh. what? Reason, like the, the reasonable. Can you remember the word reasonable and what What's it means? That? Like such as Casey Is Anthony, for example. Do we need to talk about Casey Anthony? They're like, God, the, oh, there's the tiniest little particle 
soft particle. It's a floating away of doubt, but it's there. Ugh. Cat convictor. <laughs> convictor. Yeah. Ugh. It just, and now she. I don't she know seems... what to think about Casey Anthony. All I know is that smile is creepy. Oh, God. She. Uh, I, I'm just. That jury got it wrong. I'm just going to say, I'm going to again defer to the jury who fucking don't know what the fuck reasonable doubt means. It doesn't mean that just because you can't 100% say for certain what happened, you know, like that doesn't mean that, like, and if a lawyer there, can there is reasonable choose doubt, who to know? erase from the case, and then it's like, well, <laughs> that's not fair. A judge should have to excuse them, if anything. Well, and then to bring up things that again aren't substantiated but still plant a seed because with her dad right like they they're like oh she's saying that that Kaylee might have been his daughter or her brother's daughter because she was being abused by her dad and and her brother and it's like okay like there it's like okay you don't want to not believe people see I just, I'm throwing a pen now I'm getting mad <laughs> That is just like, but she lied like the whole case, and and to ugh, I don't. I'm gonna start going on for an hour, but Crime Weekly did a really good job on um, covering uh, the Casey Anthony that's case. That's another podcast. Yes, another podcast, Crime Weekly. So Stephanie Harlow actually, she, she uh, she was on YouTube, or she's a YouTuber, and she's on YouTube and does true mm-hmm. crime. And then she she uh, collaborated with er- uh, Derek Lavaster. Yeah, she does a great job, and um, she collaborated with Derek Lavaster, and they have True Crime Weekly, which I really enjoy because I was always like, "Girl, I can't download all your episodes. And I can't listen at work. I need like a podcast so I can just listen to the audio form while I'm working." Into my cubicle. <laughs> well, I do cleaning stuff, so it's just like I need oh, something yeah. to listen to, and yeah. I don't have good access to Wi-Fi, so it's like I need something I can download and listen to. And so now this will prep you that for when you actually happen. encounter a dead body at work. You could clean up the mess. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's taking it the I, wrong way. I was applying for a job that would have potentially involved um, crime scene cleanup, which you know, Ooh, I, Jesus. Can, I, I mean, um, but. I ended up getting other work and stuff instead, but um, I think have I have a... your mind. You didn't have time to consider that because you got employed right I, Yeah, I got another job. So I was just like, ah, okay. But, you know, I think That's I'd be a good guess. person for the job because I'm really good at my job and I'm pretty okay, I think, with seeing fucked up shit. So not in like saying that's amazing or good, but I've no, like, worked I in hospitals and all kinds of stuff. So I can I've handle certain... <laughs> dead bodies from afar i actually saw a lot of it when i was a valet at a hospital i was like oh yeah crazy shit and it's like i think i've seen everything i think i'm ready for the harsh reality of life yeah 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 absolutely um yeah but there's always overall thing so out of all these ones that you mentioned tonight who do you think had like the best voice like you would want to go see them at a ted talk because they know how to sum it up without confusing you, disorienting you, or losing you after 20 minutes? Oh, well, for my, um, from what I listed, oh, I mean, I gotta say, like, they're all great. They're all really great. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. Keith Morrison, you could listen to all day, but really, yeah. just re- upon re-listening to The Lady Vanishes, it's just, I don't know if it's the combination of the subject matter, the fact that it's Australian accents, and I'm I'm charmed by that so much, like, <laughs> naturally, like, just automatically. Australian, I love you. 
The only thing I know how to say with a decent Australian accent, sort of, is I learned from Rachel Bloom, the actress, because she was on a podcast and talked about it. She's amazing. Uh, She's just probably the most. I haven't even seen that show, and I've seen her in everything else. I need need to see it. Don't don't kill me. I'm watching 40 different things. Anyway, I get it. I haven't finished the series either. I've watched the first season and I still have to keep watching. But um, no, she uh, she said, if you say um, rise up lights, then it sounds like uh, rise up lights. Like sounds like razor blades in Australia. So rise up lights, rise up lights. <laughs> the blades. <laughs> I need some rise up lights to shine rise lights. Rise up lights. Okay, that, that was horrible. I, I can't, can't I'm not pronounce right my R's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh it doesn't no. that was bad that doesn't sound like oh, anything <laughs> that's definitely more british than australian <laughs> but yeah what about yours which one out of yours is the one that you think oh, is your go-to because you listed a lot of good ones i really want to listen to that last days of august like oh Sorry, I'm downloading yeah, all these right Rawson now. did have a good voice, but he hasn't really done as much uh, documentary stuff. He's done like one other one in the rest of the time he's been writing scripts. Uh, yeah, a few bad apples I think you'll like. Uh, I know the gal's really busy, so I'm trying to collab with her. She's pretty busy. Um, but uh, yeah, well, actually, I don't speak. I think, I think she was um, going to step away because my one friend Jonas, is he's really listens to her a lot. Uh, he's the Short Shorts podcast, by the way. Shout out to Jonas. Um, I know she has he, kids. <laughs> yeah, that like it sounds like she's pretty busy and wasn't sure if she wanted to continue. But then I just saw a post saying that she uh, she's like, I was going to stop, but now I have another idea or something. So but I'll definitely <laughs> have to check out a lot more of her episodes. I know I've listened to her at some point, but I listen to so many things that it's hard to get obsessed. Like I seriously have things that fill up my days every day of the week because I right? podcast. <laughs> so you're like, stuff. I want to listen to something new, but I've got this thing that I'm up, I listen to all the time. <laughs> but that, yeah, so... there's, there's no way to not get something out of it. It's, uh, I, I do think you'll, I don't speak German's pretty good at breaking it down and being low key and always speaking to the viewer without acting like they're an idiot. They, they do a good job. It's like, Okay, so be warned, this is this kind of case. It's like, okay, perfect. I don't have to go into suspense or, you know, I would like it even if I didn't know who that podcaster was. You know, it's it yeah. is pretty accessible. And because there's so many others who will try and have three different segments before you get to the thing or have too many ads. And I'm like, ah, I only have so much time. Uh, yes. Uh, or that depressed me, even though it is vital info, but it depressed me in a way where it's like, I, I seriously have to step away. I can't. If yes. I even have to do, if I have to do an episode in segments, that's pretty bad. Sometimes yeah. that's it is good, and it's just my squeamishness. But there are other times where it's like it's too much. It's like if you were to watch a stand-up concert, but no one told you it's a four-hour edited-together compilation. It's like yeah, you should have <laughs> told me that before you made the damn video. <laughs> yeah, well, and then you know you get those ones that are a little bit difficult to digest mm-hmm. so then you got you got to have the follow-up one like why won't you date me with nicole buyer or something funny or fun yeah. you know that or conan like there's so many good podcasts that are really fun to listen to uh, uh dumb people town have you listened to that one that's got dumb, the scar brothers dumb people of town dumb people dumb people town 
So dumb, just dumb people, people town. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so again, you've listed five different ones that I will. So you did Voices for Justice, Mommy's Doomsday, True Crime Weekly, and Lady uh, Vanishes. The prosecutor and the Lady Vanishes uh, on the prosecutors. Yeah. The prosecutors podcast. Well, the Lady Vanishes is its own podcast too. Oh, like okay. Own. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So, so both are good though. But if you, it's good if you listen to prosecutors too, because again, like I said, that that summarizes it in a couple episodes. But you will be, you will end up finding yourself listening to the Lady Vanishes, and you will be listening to all twenty-something episodes. And you'll be like, "What the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how does this man exist? Are you fucking kidding me? You will be laughing because he's so insane. Like, he just." He, there's one point he's writing a letter to a one a woman who's trying to woo, you know, kind of thing. Ooh, and yeah. woo, he's trying to woo this woman. And uh, he said, oh, um, something about how she makes his testicles sing or something. Some kind of thing like that. You know, and you're like, wow, that's romance right there. <laughs> I, oh, hell. I'll, I'll give you a friend. I'll give you a pal here. They're technically not a true crime but they do report just outrageous stories that is like that's a daily show worthy thing if it were more crude uh cinema psyops they will dissect a cinema psyops they will dissect an exploitation movie and then at the end of it figure out if it even mattered you know if anything they just witnessed was worth a shit or not was it a good story that became a bz grade movie you know a giallo horror or uh effective italian mystery you know (laughs) Uh, drive-in movie that is way better than has any right to be despite being by you know low budget company like roger corman and then they'll often end a segment with just some outrageous thing like woman blew off lover's testicles or you know (laughs) guy accidentally backfired his shotgun without even loading it or some shit like that (laughs) so that's why i call it mystery science theater meets the daily show it's like yeah these guys are awesome i'm had the honor of working with them (laughs) Oh, cool. Um, how do you spell the last? So it's cinema and then psyops? Is yeah, that- so S P S Y S. So like psychic, you know, almost or so. Uh, I get it. With O P S, ops. It's a special ops. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Awesome. Can't, can't yeah. wait to listen to all <laughs> it of these. It helps that this cinema's week. in the title. They've got a lot of views just off of that alone. Cinema's in the title. <laughs> yeah no that's great that's a lot of awesome options now for me to explore because you know for me I've I have 500 I listen to I have 600 million that I'm subscribed to and about 500 million thousand <laughs> that I have to actually Five listen million. to so. that's a very particular number uh, five, 500 million thousand I think I said I think I that's a real number but now I have I to applaud you more. ma'am <laughs> I have a lot of time to myself at work, so I use that time to listen to things. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I doubt there's many doctors or neurosurgeons that are, like, listening to podcasts while working. Maybe. Maybe that's uh, someone's process for doing extreme work on people (laughs) or things. (laughs) Uh... I cannot focus on taking this person's brain apart and putting it back together unless I have earbuds in and I'm listening to some hardcore true crime. (laughs) That would would be me if I was a doctor. Hardcore. (laughs) Thankfully, I'm not a doctor. Okay. (laughs) Thankfully. Why did you say that? (laughs) I don't 
don't know. I don't know if I trust a doctor that's just like listening to Juju crime and being like, oh, okay, oh my God. It's like it's like the thing that people used on was it on TikTok? And it's like her her know. hands were cut off, her arms were cut off, her feet were cut off. And it's yeah, always like the meme like or the highly caption that's stressing like, like they're a freaking CSI <laughs> tech is like it was murder. You know, it's like, no, <laughs> don't say it that way. Come on. There's some respect for the dead. Or like, you know, someone getting all aggravated she listening to something and they're like times. whoa 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 you're sounding like you're enjoying saying that oh wait before we completely wrap up have you listened to any of the dr death seasons i haven't but i did see the peacock dramatization the oh, okay i haven't watched that one yet i really want to watch that it was an that... easy digest i squeezed it in with girls five ever i was like I, I got 48 hours to get as much tv watching as i can of original premium only content i got it just from <laughs> a psych free movie but i'm going to watch all these other dramatic <laughs> stuff that's getting some award noms it was worth it yeah good one and it's a true story the podcast happened is really good. here that covers it jesus oh yeah yeah what's christopher dunch right that's his name yeah <laughs> dunch, yeah and i don't typically like that lead in most movies but he did pretty good uh and uh the, the supporting cast and the investigators were interesting it was inspired with how it like each episode began so i was like okay that's cool it doesn't feel like just well acted but messy you know yeah there's just plenty of that where it's like okay well i mean it's well acted but very uninspired camera work you know <laughs> editing yeah totally you're like especially it's a real story too so it's like you've got all the things out there yeah you just gotta you just gotta act it out and make sure you do it justice by i've done that so it. much with the music bios i'm like i want to see them on stage get inside their head not you know lip sync very well it's just yes <laughs> Yeah. oh that's great or you covered them but you claimed it was about the band you didn't even cover the band <laughs> their lawyers yeah. have a cease and desist you know absolutely <laughs> thank you for being on here what are you going to be covering on your show well coming up um i i'm working already it is rambling ronnie rambling ronnie's podcast so um to find out if you know what I'm up to and all that, you can follow me on Twitter, which is Rambling R-O-N-I. Um, you can also follow me Facebook, Instagram, Rambling Ronnie's Podcast. Just look me up mm. there. Yep. And uh, I'm on Twitch now, Rambling Ronnie. I, I just have been playing with You've me doing random stuff. Yeah. I am going out there and trying new things. So yeah, I'm I'm spreading my wings and I'm flying around the world. <laughs> so, you can find me on there like uh i like to do a lot of just watch with me like i'll be watching stuff like the new um house of the dragon or uh drag race stuff or whatever sometimes i'm just sitting and doing stuff and i'm like hang out with me i need friends i don't have any talk to I you please <laughs> i need friends so right now um, not I'm... serial killers <laughs> yeah no uh I, i'd be fine i'd be fine if you could just hey, pass by me. i lost your number you can't trace this <laughs> I mean, you already like I've already gotten an interesting message about things, and I'm like, hmm? wow, cool. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, that'll happen with the internet. Um, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm currently working on a on Bobby Parker, so she was a woman. Nice. Um, I will just say, if you want to learn a little bit more about it, because I don't want to talk too much about it, it was a woman too who. Much 
who helped an inmate escape sort of and uh and then they were living together for 10 years and then they were caught but there's different perspectives on on what happened i really feel like she's been railroaded to being looking like the bad guy because there's a bunch of guys who facilitated him to have easy access to leave and then they're saying that it's her fault so that's a that's a really uh glossing over of of that so maybe that'll it's an um, okay just not as a personal opinion (laughs) yeah but stating opinion as a fact that's kind of a misuse yeah yeah i'm i'm very much i'm gonna dive into my if you left it more open that'd be great but yeah (laughs) so you make up the viewers you know mine is like dude you you don't know were you there well and there's just a lot of reasons why i think that Again, it goes into coercive control. It goes into people um, having a narrow uh, lens of their view of the world, and they don't think they have any other ways to get out of a situation they don't want to be in. Specifically, I'm talking about Bobby Parker, why she might have made the choices she made. That's kind of some of my theory of things, but that's just a little glimpse into it. If you want to know a little bit more before I release my episode, I'm going to say by Sunday. We'll see if I'll do that. We will see. No guarantee. But check me out on Twitter, again, Rambling R-O-N-I, if you want to see when I release my stuff <laughs> and get updates. Um, so follow me on there. And uh, Unsolved Mysteries, Season 4, Episode 7. It's towards the end of the episode. Um, it's it's uh, Unsolved so, Mysteries. Yeah, the show. You gotta say so, it with the Long Fontaine type. Unsolved mysteries. Tune in now. The music goes away, but then suddenly. It does it for like 10 minutes straight at the beginning of every episode. You're like, oh, thank God it ended. And then suddenly it's like. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, they're like, we got weird. Taking advantage of this fucking theme song is amazing. It a keyboard? How did they make <laughs> yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just so. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a part of what really you you would hear that, and you're like, it's on. I gotta watch it. Get it <laughs> <You know>? on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's on season four, episode seven. If you want to uh, kind of look at it yourself, if you feel like it. Um, Sweet. But. I'm also going to be covering some other stuff too that relates the case, and again, doing some deep dives and stuff. Oh yeah, documentary. It's like very meta. Just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's it's nothing. Just just looking at stuff that relates to it, other cases and things, and again, trying to assess kind of why people made choices they did. So there's a lot to unpack, though, and it's one of those things that it's, I'm having a hard time finding some information. So that's mm-hmm. really been um, making me go, oh, I hit a brick wall. I'm going to go to bed. I'm not sure anymore. (laughs) I will deal with that tomorrow. And it's been a few months of me trying to look at stuff. But it's like so much happening in life. It makes it difficult when you can't just focus 100% on Mm -hmm. researching and doing stuff. And, and, you know, my brain, again, like I said, it's, I'm donating it to science. I cannot explain what happens in my brain. What happened to the brain? But I'm working on this, so yeah. So yeah, that's that's a little bit about me, what I got you. going on. And and please check me out on Twitch too, and say hello if I'm on hello. live. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hello. say hello. 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 hello.
Hello. Hello. Bonjour. <rire> oui, oui. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's been a delight having you on here. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, it was really, I really fun to talk about this stuff, even though it's not fun stuff. But no. um, it's it's something that's really interesting to me, and so I'm glad that you, you know, you also gave me a lot of stuff for me to think about and to look up. So I appreciate that very much. A thousand percent. All right. So. Godspeed to you out there and uh, keep researching. <laughs> Take a yeah. break. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up.